Hey everybody, this is Scott Schimmel, the president and chief guide of the U School. We were supposed to have a guest today. She got sick. So you got me. <laughs> don't worry, you got me. And also don't worry, for two reasons. This is a short episode and I have very clear formed thoughts. Two of them, actually. We're talking about this theme this month called It's Not About You. And I want to share with you research that I've read from several different sources. And here's the research. If your work, if the work that you do, the work that you do producing something, creating something, cleaning something, uh, if the work that you do significantly affects the life of the well-being of someone else, if you can see the tie, if you can see it, if you can watch it, your experience of your work, despite how arduous tiresome, stressful, exhausting, uh, uncomfortable it is, if you can see that it's going to directly impact and benefit someone else, you're going to experience joy. That's the research. I don't know why we needed to do a lot of research for this, to spend the time and money to tell us something that we already knew. But re, you know, science has proven, qualitative science, social science has proven that if you do work that impacts someone else's life, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to do it again. This past weekend, I signed my son and myself up to go and serve a meal at the Ronald McDonald House next to the Children's Hospital San Diego. Growing up, I spent many nights in the hospital, and my mom's told me stories about how she did not have the Ronald McDonald House. She didn't have a place to stay, a place to live, and it was either scary or uncomfortable. And so I've always had an affection towards Children's Hospitals and Ronald McDonald House. And my son has also spent quite a bit of time in the hospital growing up at Children's Hospital. So it was important for me to do something with my son that was both giving back to Children's Hospital, the Ronald McDonald House, doing for other people what we didn't have for ourselves. But more importantly, not more importantly, but also I want to show my son the value of doing service, community service. I want him to have the experience growing up, both modeled and demonstrated by me, to the point that it becomes normal and natural for him as he becomes an adult, and my other two kids, that it become normal and natural for them to do similar things. That they would recognize, not only is that maybe a, a responsibility that they have, that we have, to much is given, much is expected, much is required, but also that they would experience that the, uh, what the research says is true, that your life will get better. You will feel more joy. You will experience more life. You will be happier if you serve others, if you directly impact other people. I want them to know that. I want them to experience that and live that. We spent four hours uh, uh, cleaning up a large kitchen area, dining area. 120 people were there, 120 uh, people, families, parents mostly, some other kids whose kids are going through significant hard things at the Children's Hospital across the street. Spent four hours cleaning, preparing food, cooking food, serving food, cleaning food. My job for two and a half hours was on the fryer. I was taking dough into boiling hot water and making fried flatbread. That was my job. The last job that I wanted when I heard the different assignments was the job that I got. I volunteered as my son looked over at me when they asked for volunteers to be on the fryer. I volunteered. I wanted to make sure, yeah, uh, that's what I would do. Uh, miraculously, I didn't burn myself. I didn't lose a finger. I don't have any melted skin. I must be pretty good in the fryer and there were no complaints by people eating. 
But here's what happened as we're wrapping up, as we're getting back in the car, four hours. Four hours is hard work on your feet, cooking, cleaning. It was tiring. What I wanted to happen, what I was hoping for happen, if I was totally honest, was that we would get in the car and my son would say something like, Daddy, I can't believe all the hard things those families are going through. Wow, that is so crazy. I feel so sad for them. I'm so happy that we got to serve them. It was so meaningful. I, I really see the purpose behind service like that. It, <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. That's the conversation that I was hoping for before we went down. Here's how the conversation actually went. Hey, so how did that go for you? Oh, it was pretty boring. <laughs> boring? Uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, just cleaning up after people. Did you see any, uh, did you get to interact with any families? No, not really. Did you see anything that really touched your heart? No. Daddy, can we go get a milkshake at Sonic? <laughs> that's, that's how the conversation really went. Can we go get a milkshake at Sonic? Which we did. Uh, life lesson for dad here is we're going to do that again and again. It's not a one-time thing. We're going we're gonna to sign up to go again monthly, twice a month. We're going to do that. Uh, and I know it's something that they need to, my kids need to be exposed to again and again and again. But here's a couple things. This big idea, it's not about you. This big idea of research, the, the, this science that has proven that if your work directly impacts uh, the well-being and life of someone else that you're going to experience, here's a couple thoughts. Number one, getting there takes some reflection. It wasn't fun to be on the fryer. Apparently, to my son's perspective, it wasn't meaningful to set the tables, to run the dishes, to go get more ice to rearrange the salad bar a couple times and the, the tongs and the forks and the spoons. Because in those four hours, there's not one moment where we took a pause and the team that we were serving with and the leader that was there, there's not one moment where we took to pause and, at the end or the beginning. There was no context at the beginning. Hey, we're so glad you came tonight. Here's what's really going on. Just so you know, this isn't just service. These are real families. For example, here's a story of a kid who we didn't get that in the beginning. And at the wrap-up, we certainly got a very kind, gracious thank you. But there, we didn't take the opportunity to uh, ask the question, hey, of the 20 people that were here serving tonight, did you have a meaningful interaction with someone? Did you see something? We didn't, get it, we didn't take the time. And that, that is no fault to the, to the person uh, volunteering. There's no fault to anyone or the Ron McDonough house, but there was a missed opportunity there. And that's even my missed opportunity in the car. It didn't take enough time to really reflect, did what we do impact the life of someone else? So in your life, in your work, in the work that you're doing, creating reports, if you're a student, uh, making, uh, doing assignments, doing busy work, writing papers, preparing for tests, yeah, you're an attorney, you're drafting documents, you're editing things, you're an accountant, you're reading through financial statements, you're a mom at home, you're washing dishes, doing laundry, uh, you're a veteran, ser you're a military person serving somewhere, uh, and you're shining things, you're cleaning things, you're doing your job. Are you taking the time to take a step back and think, what does my work do? Who benefits from the work that I'm doing? Who, whose life is made easier? Whose life is made better? And do you think about that? Do you look at that? Do you see that? Because if you want to experience more life and joy and meaning in your work, you're going to need to. You're going to need to take a time to pause regularly to reflect on how the work that you're doing is impacting someone else's life. 
what is the best time you can do that? Is that the end of the day? Is that the end of the week? Is that with someone over lunch? If you're a manager or leader or a teacher, is there a, a regular rhythm within a staff meeting or a classroom setting where you can say, hey, for the first five minutes, so let's take a time, let's take a pause, let's take a break, and let's share some stories, impact stories, significant impact stories where you've seen the work that we're doing impact someone else's life. That is not a wasted uh, five minutes. That is not just uh, an exercise to do. That can help everybody in the room experience more joy, see what they're doing, have fuel and energy and desire to keep grinding and keep going. That's the first thought. Take some time to reflect on how what you're doing is impacting the lives of others. And if you can't see it, look for it. Pull the aperture back. Pull up a little bit higher. Take some time to listen to people and ask questions. Take some time after work or after class to walk around and observe. Here's the second thing. It's not about you. Doing work that helps others is going to make your life better. You're going to feel better. You're going to experience more joy. You're going to have more perseverance, more energy, more grind to give. But the second part is the pure reality that the work you're doing might not be benefiting someone else. It might not be significantly improving the well-being of the life of someone else. So that's something to pause and reflect on. That's something to get honest about. Is the work you're doing actually improving someone else's life? Is it actually solving a meaningful problem? Is it actually improving someone else's condition? If it's a no, then here, here's the reflection, I think. Here's the, here's the way to guide you through that. Perhaps your role, your competence, the level that you're at, that you're not there yet to significantly see the tie-in between what you're doing and the benefit to other people. I, for two and a half hours, was a fry cook. And I didn't get the chance or take the chance to go outside and watch people or sit down with the family and listen to them crunch the fry bed that I created and say, mm, wow, that's amazing, that's so tasty. I didn't take that time. But it also wasn't that big a deal. It's fried bread. Do you know who I think felt the most significant in that room, was the most significant? Was the chef. The chef, Antonia, whose role it is every single day to come up with three meals that are tasty, nutritious, and meaningful for 120 people. Three meals a day. She receives shipments of food from food banks, from hotels, from grocery stores. She's given shipments of food, random pieces of food, 40 pounds of chicken, 25 heads of lettuce, uh, rolls and rolls of pounds of dough. And she needs to take a step back and think, what can I create? What do people like? What would they enjoy? What would make them smile? What would make them feel loved? What would make them feel cared for? And what can I do with what I've got? And Tonya's job is to put her, her uh, talents, her creativity to work. Can she fry bread? 100%. Can she cut uh, lettuce? Uh, she sure taught me how and corrected me when I did it wrong. She can do all this stuff. She is competent at every level, but she has put years and years inside kitchens. She's put years of work to become more competent so that what she's able to do, the work that she's able to offer, is more meaningful to others. So you might find yourself in a place where the skills that you have is a mismatch from the uh, impact that you want to make. And here's my charge to you. Uh, put your head down. 
Learn how to chop the lettuce. Learn how to fry the bread. Learn how to conjugate the verb. Uh, Do a great job on the next paper, the next assignment that you've got. Study for the test. Crush the assignment. Deliver the presentation to the best of your ability. Become someone who has more and more competence. Increase your skill level. Invest in your talents. Become stronger at the things that you're naturally talented in so that you can more directly impact the well-being and life of someone else. So the two things to reflect on in this episode, that it's not about you. That's the big picture. It's not about you. And when you operate out of that, when you put your work, when you invest your time and energy to the direct benefit of someone else, your life will get better. Your life will feel happier. You will have more meaning and purpose that you're longing for. But it's going to take some reflecting. It's going to take some looking. It's going to take some curiosity. It's going to take some looking around, pulling up, uh, widening out the aperture to be able to see that the work you're doing does impact other people. Even if you don't see it at first, pull up a little bit higher, ask some more questions, become more curious. You might find that it is benefiting someone you didn't even see. And become someone that truly is valuable so that the work that you do can directly impact someone else. It can directly solve people's problems. It's not about you. And I know you and I know that. But as you live that out in your life, you are going to be encouraged. You are going to find more life and meaning and joy. It's not about you. It's about what you can do with what you've got.